time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. Welcome back to another edition of the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. Walter Storholt here alongside Glenn Mosseller, registered financial consultant and founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting with an office in Greensboro on Muir's Chapel Road. And Glenn, before we get to today's show, you know, you are such a machine and we were just rolling with such a head of steam on last week's program. I totally forgot to applaud you and commend you and celebrate that that was your 200th episode of the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. So congratulations. You're on 201 now. So we're we're celebrating one episode late. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, no, that's okay, Walter. You know, we just like nose to the grindstone. Let's let's get it done. And we just want to get information out to folks as best we can. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's uh, for a behind the scenes look for folks when Glenn and I get together to do these podcasts. I mean, you know, we knock them out. Glenn is a machine, no doubt about it, and has been for uh, many years now. I was going to say many months, but many years, Glenn, you've been giving us great financial advice and information. 200 great topics in the can so far. So go back and check out the previous 200 episodes of the Retirement Roadmap when you get a little free time on your hands. Uh, Many more to come, and we'll start it with number 201 today, having a little bit of fun talking about Mark Twain. Are you a big Mark Twain fan by any chance, Glenn? Have you done a lot of Mark Twain reading over the years? Well, you know, uh, back back when I was a kid, obviously, I mean, we we had the, you know those were you know b- basic assignments for all of us, you right. know, to you know to read, you know, to read Huck Finn, Huck and Finn. Tom Sawyer, and all all the different ones and mm-hmm. whatnot. And I, I remember I remember going to a uh, you know I I grew up outside of the Washington D.C. area, and I remember going to a play, you know, where it was it was a, it was about Mark Twain, and it was you know, gentlemen, it was it was a one person play. And it was, uh, you know, it was Mark Mark Twain portrayed on stage, and and uh, you know, talking about all the things about, you know, that all the wisdom that, that he had. And so I've always I've always been a fan. It's it's it, there's a, there's a lot of uh, wisdom there, and 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 you know, common sense isn't so common as they say, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. I think that's a great uh, a great phrase to uh, to pick. And we have taken some of the most popular quotes and uh, takeaways from Mark Twain, and we want to see what they can teach us about money on today's show. So I'll throw out the quote. Glenn, you tell us what uh, it might mean in the financial landscape, what we can glean from some of Mark Twain's wisdom and uh, wit. Uh, So here's the first one for you to get us started with an easy one. And this is very appropriate for uh, 2020, I think. Apparently, there is nothing that cannot happen today. What do you make of that Mark Twain quote? Well, I mean, <laughs> turn the TV <laughs> on, right? I mean, you know, op- open up the newspaper, you know, um, you know, uh, turn on your computer, and and just about anything that you can imagine, you know, is 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 either happening or or has happened, you know, within the last you know months and years. It, it's just it's an unbelievable time, and and so it's you just got to be prepared, right? I think we talked a little bit last time about being adaptable and being flexible, and and that you know that that is nothing that could be more true than than what's going on today. I mean, your plans have got to you know, have got to have that flexibility because you know, there's there's no telling. I mean, there's there's all kinds of things that that uh, you know that that like I say that have happened in the last year and and will likely happen you know into the future. And we you know it's like we're we're sitting here with bated breath and you know just trying to make it through. But you know the good news is is that there that there's ways to position you know that you can be okay regardless. Yeah, it's an interesting one and uh, definitely a truism today. Apparently, there is nothing that cannot happen today. Keep that in mind as you go through life, especially when it comes to investing and saving and thinking about retirement. Uh, Mark Twain was also credited with uh, with this great quote: "The lack of money is the root 
of all evil. Now, that's not how I've heard that saying growing up, Glenn. Right. Well, no, it's probably not. But there's a whole lot of quotes around, you know, about the you know, lack of money or the money or the root of all evil and so forth and, and so on. And, and really, you know, it, it's it, I think it's all about, you know, what you do with the money and, you know, and, and whatnot. It's just like, you know, you, you, you got to think in terms of, you know, you're going to be in a better position if you have done well financially and you're going to be in a position to be able to help more people, help the people you care about, you know, and, you know, and, and empower them. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's not, it's not necessarily just a, a pursuit of, of, of money as the end all be all, but you know, if you if you put it in the proper context and you pursue it, you know, in, you know, in, in a in a in a smart way, then you know, then you're going to be able to be more resourceful and be more helpful and be and be more of a of a of a good steward, so to speak, and 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 to and to create more value, you know, in, in the world we live in. And so you know, if you don't have those resources, then you know, then you can't necessarily do as many things, particularly in certain contexts. And, um, you know, it's money inherently is not good. It's not bad. It's, it's all about, you know, how, what are you doing to pursue it? And, you know, and what are you doing with it once you have it? And um, it's, it's really an important thing because, you know, that, that whole idea around money and, 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 and so forth is, is so emotional. But, you know, it's, when you really think about it and break it down to its, its simplest place, it's like, you know, you know if you're coming at it from the right, right, right attitude and the, and, the right, uh, and the right beliefs and so forth, you know, you can do an awful lot of good if you have resources. It's a great point and very true, Glenn. I think that's just an interesting one to take a quote and literally just flip it on its head and still be able to pull a lot of positives and, uh, you know, pieces of information out of it. And it definitely relates, obviously, to the financial world directly. All right, this one didn't necessarily have anything to do with uh, finances, but, um, you know, I think we can find, we can bridge a connection here. Suppose you were an idiot, Mark Twain once said, and suppose you were a member of Congress, but I repeat myself. It's always easy to take jabs at Congress, right? Oh yeah, no, I mean, well, everybody, everybody's going to do that, and you know, and then you know, a lot of times for good reason, right? I mean, it's it's challenging, you know. I mean, it, it's uh, you know, we we look to Congress because they, you know, that they there are there are elected officials, they're they're supposed to be working in the in the country's best interest and the the people's best interest, but it's a it's a hard job, but. You know, and yet, you know, there, there's, it seemingly shouldn't be as hard as what they, they, they tend to make it into. And I think it's the, the system that's up there in, in Washington and, and uh, the, the partisanship that has come into play. And, you know, you, you just wish, I mean, I talk to folks who are on you know, both sides of, of the political spectrum and on, in the middle and everywhere in between. But, you know, and, and almost everybody, no matter, no matter which side of the aisle they're on, you know, they, there's a similar thought is, is that, you know, that, that more often than not, they wish that the, you know that that all the all the parties up there would would work together for the for the greater good and unfortunately sometimes that they you know they they get a distorted you know picture of things and and gosh you know i mean at, at the place we are in now with with all that's going on you know in the world with the you know with the coronavirus and the you know and the unemployment rates and all the different things that are going on you know we really need for them to you know to work together and and to put their you know their petty differences aside and and you know try to make some you know good decisions that can be helpful not only in the short term but in the long run and and you know and make and and you know bring us to you know to a place where we're going to be strong long term and you know and 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 we just you know we hope and that that that's going to happen but but sometimes it's it's difficult to to find that hope and we you know we we but yet we we continue on and obviously when we come November we'll well everybody will have their say and we'll see what happens and what what folks think of them and 
that's the beauty of our country is is that we we get an opportunity every few years to uh, to decide if we like what they're doing or not. And uh, I think it's you know from every from every indication, it looks like there's going to be an awful lot of turnout this year. So we'll we'll see we'll see how that goes. Going to be interesting to watch it unfold over the next few months. That is for sure. And um, it's interesting. You got to remember that politics matter. You know, if we just look through this in the lens of finances, politics do matter when it comes to your finances. So, and that goes in many different directions. So, just don't don't ever ignore that connection there. That's very true. October is one of the particularly dangerous months for speculating in stocks. This was again something that Mark Twain said, but there was more to that quote. He also said that the others, the other dangerous months, are July, January, September, April, November, May, March, June, December, August, and let's not forget February. <laughs> right? Well, that's just it. Speculation is speculation, right? It's like, you know, we often talk about, you know, you don't go to Vegas with the grocery money, right? I mean, it's it's important to understand that, you know, that what's in the markets, you know, has, you know, has a level of risk to it. And so, you know, depending upon where you are in life and how many, what resources you have, you have to, you know, you have to, you know, proceed cautiously, you know, you just make sure that, you know, whatever you have there, you know, you can afford to, uh, to have, you know, declines in it or, you know, or have, you know, depending upon what you're invested in, if you have individual stocks, sometimes companies can completely go out of business, but, you know, you have to think in terms of, you know, okay, well, yes, the markets can be risky, but the markets can also be useful. So you have to find the, the right balance. And as we've talked about in, in many in many previous shows and episodes, you know, the differences between the accumulation years and the preservation and distribution years. And when you're saving for retirement, it's one thing. But when you're in retirement or you're getting ready to retire and you're and you're make, make got to make sure that it lasts and it's going to be there for you. Well, now that's a whole different mindset. And you got to really be thinking along the lines. Do you have the the the, the strategies in place to make sure that you're going to be okay and that you don't have to be worried about the dangerous months, so to speak, which which could certainly be all of them, can it? Any month comes with its dangers, that is for sure. Mark Twain also said, how unfortunate a thing it is for a man to have wealth and for him to make a god of it instead of a servant. This one gets a little bit a uh, little bit deeper here. Well, that, there you go, Walter, and that's it's kind of related there to the idea that the lack of money is the root of all evil, right? I mean, it's it's all in that context of you know what is your underlying you know attitude, right? You know, what are you trying to do? You know, are, are you are you trying to do good in the world? Are you trying to do good for the for the people that you you know that are close to you that you you know, that you feel responsibility towards? You know, and and into into society as a whole. Or, you know, are you just are you just chasing after dollars? Right. And there's certainly people who are in on both sides of that you know, scenario. You know, I and I think that there's more people who are good people who are, you know, are trying to make things work. If you're in pursuit of things, it's, it's always a good idea to take a step back and say, you know, hey, you know, you know, am I doing this for all the right reasons? And and so, you know, and, and if you, some self-reflection, you know, can sometimes help. And maybe you're not necessarily doing things, you know, you know, badly or, or you know, or in an evil way. But, you know, certainly you know, it's just like, you know, if you take a step back and you start thinking about it and you, and you give yourself some reflection, it's like maybe you can, you know, do something a little bit different that actually, you know, will, will serve, you know, serve your ends and, 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 the, and the people you care about a little bit better. Just like I say, just being a little bit reflective of, you know, what are you doing and how are you doing it? And um, uh, unfortunately, what ends up happening so many times in life is, is that people get so busy and they get so caught up in their everyday, you know, you know, day to day, they they just they don't necessarily take the time to take a step back and, and, and have that reflection. But it can be a very useful thing, as, as, as we all know. 
so important to try and think about the different ways that you can leverage what you have and control it instead of letting it control you. So, so important to do that. All right, one more Mark Twain quote, and uh, then we'll wrap it up for this episode. Glenn, it's a short but sweet one. The secret to getting ahead is getting started. There you go, Walter, right? That's what we, we've been, we talk about a lot, right? In terms of, you know, there's, a, there's an awful lot of folks out there that, that have done a pretty good job at, at, um, at saving for retirement, right? But in terms of putting the plans in, you know, to, in place to make sure that they can actually, you know, start making that, that, that transition to or, or, you know, be in retirement, you know, that, that's it's a shift in mindset in terms of just your day-to-day attitudes and thoughts about, you know, life versus, you know, getting up and going to work, you know, and push, push, push. Or, you know, just it's like, what do you need for your money to do, right? And how do you need your, for your money to be positioned and so forth? And making sure that you have a plan in place that's going to serve you well with the resources that you've been able to save and, you know, and, and acquire throughout the years, you know, is going to be very, very, you know, powerful if you, you know, if you take the time to do it. And like I say, it's, it's, it's easier said than done, but, but oftentimes, you know, folks don't take the time to do that. And it's just taking one step. It's picking up the phone. It's like saying, Hey, let's have a conversation. You know, where, where am I? And am, am I, am, am I positioned well? You know, what, what, what adjustments do I need to make? You know, I've worked hard my whole life and, and, you know, and I want to make sure that uh, what I've worked for and saved is going to really be there to, you know, to, you know, to give my, my, me and my family, you know, what, 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 you know, what I would like to be able to have in those years of retirement. And that's really important, you know, questions to ask and conversations to have. And um, it's just, again, it's just taking that step and saying, okay, let's get started. Let's, let's take a look at that. And let's, let's make sure that we, uh, we do the things that we need to do to, you know, to make sure that uh, what we want to have happen actually does happen. Glenn, I think all of this is so helpful to get a different perspective of our financial lives. And uh, I'm glad that we could do that today by looking at some Mark Twain quotes. And if anything has struck a chord with you today or you need any help or guidance with your own financial situation, you can always reach out to Glenn easily by calling 336-291-3535. That's 336-291-3535. Glenn's a registered financial consultant and the founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting with an office in Greensboro on Mears Chapel Road. You can find him online by going to roadmapfinancial.com. For Glenn Mosseller, I'm Walter Storholt. We'll talk to you next time right back here on the Retirement Roadmap. 